Hello and welcome to the Flavored Podcast. I am Grazia Giuliani, aka Gigi, and I have the great pleasure of having with me journalist, writer, social entrepreneur Elizabeth Filippouli and photographer Sebastian Boccia. It is a great honor and a great pleasure and a warm welcome to you both. Thank you, Gigi. It is an honor to be with you and a pleasure to have this conversation on Flavored It. Thank you, Gigi. Same from my side. Lovely to I actually have you both uh, here in front of me. Excellent. No, is um, it has been quite a, a journey in the last few years with Elizabeth because I've had you know again the great honor to to collaborate with Elizabeth with inspiring, thought provoking, and well deeply touching really projects. And here we are again. And now I've just embarked on this journey started with Sebastian, um, you know, with hopefully further uh, collaborations. And well, we have so much to talk about, really. So I'm going to launch straight into the first question for Elizabeth. Um, as I said, I've had the pleasure and the honor to be on board with you in the creation of From Women to the World project since the very start of the blossoming of your idea um, to invite female voices of change makers to write a letter to the world, contributing to the publication of the book followed by the related multimedia exhibition, I Am, You Are a Pebble, with Sebastian Bocher's photography. Um, the exhibition is going to be launched at the Conduit Club in London on the 8th of March, uh, followed by Athens, then New York, then back in London again. And the next step um, will be a theatre production inspired by the profound letters which make the book From Women to the World published by Bloomsbury IB uh, Towers. What a vision you've had, Elizabeth. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> is Well, it has been a real journey together and with all the other women. So thank you also to all the other contributors. And um, it is from this vision that I would like to start, rather than the practicality of putting such an organic and ambitious project together. Could you talk us through the emotions that have driven each stage of this project? Of course I can. And uh, I must say that uh, the vision is is really something that is inspired by others. At least this is how I see it. It is, it is a journey, as you described it, Gratia, so well. And it is something that gets you into that need mode, you know, whatever word we would use to create something that will bring some beauty and perhaps some use and and perhaps some benefit to this world around us, uh, which is a very precarious world and a very complex world. So it all started, as as you said, uh, what was it, three and a half years ago. Um, As you know, I've been in that space of women's empowerment and working with incredible change-making women like yourself, Grazia, and I'm saying that without the slightest intention of flattery. Uh, (laughs) women, Women who care about others and women who care about our world. And so this conversation started because I, I had come across a letter uh, that, that my mother had written to me when I was 11, and she did not give it to me before I turned 18. 
The reason why she delayed that delivery was because uh, in that letter she was confiding as a young mother, um, as a single parent, um, because they had split, you know, with my dad, um, to her daughter, her only child, um, about her dreams, about her aspirations and the dreams that she was able to follow, but then the, those ones that had been cancelled and the dreams that she had for her daughter. And, and so she gave it to me when I turned 18. And that letter was moving, profound, but I did not back then have that maturity to understand its value. I came across it again about five years ago. And I was a different person, of course, uh, a woman that had been through um, some victories and many defeats, <laughs> uh, setbacks and uh, dreams that had been, you know, materialized. And I was able to appreciate her more, um, things that I was taking for granted or taking, you know, uh, as a given. I would see those things differently and my relationship with my mother and perhaps even my relationship with other with other women and of course my relationship and my positioning in this world as someone who can do something with her life that perhaps can be useful to others. To cut a long story short, because it is a long story, but I wanted to give you the background. Uh, it, it, when, I, when I started working with women from different cultures and, uh, and different journeys, I could see a commonality, you know, a, a, an invisible link among us that there are things, no matter how far or how advanced we have been in that I don't know, success journey, whatever success may mean for each of us, no matter how advanced or how delayed we are, there are similar insecurities, there are similar issues and there are challenges in this world that we need to tackle. And so I, this is when the idea came to mind. Um, what if I ask women that I have crossed paths with and I know that they care for this world and we care for each other? What if I ask them to select a woman that they admire, a woman that has had a role, an impact on their lives and they will, will write a letter to her? confiding not what we usually you know share on panels and conferences and publicly which are usually our successes but the the other part the traumatic part and this is when you know it all started coming together the emotions enthusiasm excitement um, um I, I, I was moved i mean uh, each letter in this book from women to the world has its own life its own energy and of course each of you uh, bring your own journeys in fascinating ways and every time i read each of those letters again and again and again i will discover something new and yes i would say that the main uh, the overall the overarching emotion has been excitement and i will add respect for everything that all of you do for this world Absolutely, Elizabeth. And I think what has really struck me, um, well, since um, we had tea together and we talked about it, is how authentic you were, really, and how the authenticity of your intention has actually come through into one and each of the letter. We had, I can use the word shame, 
uh, which it is a strong word, but we, we all had no shame in showing our vulnerability or the vulnerability of some situations or the difficulties of some situation. It is as if the veneer came off and we could actually talk to the world um, with, you know, dignity, with our sensi- just sensitivity open. And I think this has actually made a huge difference from, um, you know, only showing, as you rightly said, the success, the smile, the good part of uh, life. Life is absolutely beautiful. I am enamored with life for the good and the bad, for the uh, literally rich tapestry of experience that always brings to us. So thank you for that. And it is actually the universality of the messages that they are contained in both the book and the multimedia exhibition. And this, this universality enhances the universal experience and connection we all have as humans. So this art project links art to the UN Sustainable Development Goals. And um, I would like to ask you both, Elizabeth and Sebastian, to talk to us about the widening of the possibilities offered by the transition from words to images within the UN Sustainable Development Goals. I don't know if you want to start, Elizabeth, and then um, Sebastian can... um, I think it's in general, I think it's more a question um, Elizabeth um, might be able to answer better as she introduced this whole con- uh, the whole uh, sustainability uh, goals into the concept so i guess she might have the better answers for that as well yes i'd be more than happy to um give that context well i was writing actually an introduction yesterday uh, yesterday evening an introduction for the work that we have been doing with sebastian over the past 10 months and uh, the way i started it is that sometimes the most amazing encounters in life happen when you least expect it and and they magically pave paths to new journeys and to me one such encounter was with Sebastian uh, last May. Um, Serendipity brings the the most beautiful and meaningful things in life and perhaps because we were still at the heart of that global pandemic uh, perhaps because somehow our visions for the world, we found some overlaps there. We both needed to engage ourselves in in a project that is beautiful, but actually meaningful and visionary and and will create an overall narrative uh, through the lives of those women, which Sebastian has been, you know, capturing through his lens, but the stories and the journeys and each individual vision. So it started and and i felt that you know a new friendship was being born or and the first uh, seeds of of that shared project with sebastian had had been planted so i guess somehow both sebastian and of course uh, it's it's for you sebastian to confirm if that is the case or not it was an organic um need uh, f- for us both to engage ourselves and take our minds away from all this ugliness and, and the fear around us and see how we could hone in our skills, the, the individual projects that both of us were yes. working on. Um, you were very inspired by all the women in the book. And, and what you wrote to me is that 
who, I mean, I, I, allow me please to share this sentence because I think it's so powerful. You wrote to me that I hold myself as a white Western man and the responsibilities growing out of this. And I thought that this is such a rare thing for, for um, a white <laughs> Western <laughs> man to actually have the openness, the honesty and the accountability to say. So it was an organic um, yeah. collaboration. Um, yeah, um, I, I think maybe I can add here, I mean, in, in general, as a photographer working, I see my medium like a, as, a, as a rather superficial medium to work with. Yeah, I mean, you can tell stories with that, but the question actually is, yeah, how you use the stories and what kind of stories you are telling. And I think this is where you can give some meaning uh, to the work you're doing. Yeah? And I mean, most of the time I work rather commercially, I guess. And uh, so in a way you're, you're really craving at some point for, for doing something which gives you a bit more and which or where, where you can give a bit more through the medium you are using. Yes, because obviously that also brings in the fact that, um, you know, the inspiration which has come from um, the book From Women to the World is a global conversation. It is an intergenerational, interracial, cross-gender dialogue. So the, the message is actually amplified on various levels. So um, the, Can the, I the, add the, something here? Uh, yeah, you? absolutely. So, so what you, all of you, uh, 34 women in the English edition, and uh, the book has been translated to Greek and it is now uh, in, in the market in Greece and there we have 38 letters. All of you, uh, your, your, the personal histories and experiences that you share draw attention to social issues such as gender equality, homelessness, war, uh, LGBTQ, mental health, the refugee crisis, uh, so, so all of them cut across the sustainable development goals, uh, which now have become, of course, even more pressing and even more urgent. And just to connect something else, just before the pandemic happened, which was, uh, let's say, February 2020, I was just back in London from Texas, where I had been invited to speak um, in a conference, you know, business executives uh, and social impact leaders discussing the sustainable development goals. I was so surprised to realize that out of uh, 300 participants, only a small percentage, perhaps 20%, were aware of the sustainable development goals. The rest of, of the people there, I mean, high level executives, um, decision makers, you know, people who handle money and budgets, they had no clue about those 17 goals. And so this is when it struck me that all of us, uh, the, the, actually the people who have access to networks, but also are aware of the importance and the mission um, under the Sustainable Development Goals, have that responsibility to push the word out, raise awareness, create campaigns, uh, create ambassadors that will stand and, and promote the, the Sustainable Development Goals. And so uh, somehow this, when the opportunity came with the work that we do with Sebastian, the, time on, the timing of the book, I thought, yes, this is an excellent opportunity to, to, to push the word out about the necessity to support education, uh, zero poverty, the refugee crisis, you know? 
Uh, absolutely, and he's, I think is the, the 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 synergy really that comes through. Um, obviously, um, I know about the book. I've been part of it, and I have been photographed by Sebastian. And I've actually said that um, that the way Sebastian works again, we're not here to flatter each other. We're here <laughs> just to is um, it was such a um, inverted commas human way. It yeah. was the, the closeness. Um, you know, it was such that, that, that how naturally humans, um, you know, can connect. Yeah, maybe, then... maybe I can add uh, some, something here myself, because what, what, what kind of uh, struck me while doing this project is that basically having this book and having these stories gives me a complete difference and different entry into the photography session itself. I mean, obviously, usually it's, it's it's very important for me to have a bit of background information of the person I photograph. Yeah, it just gives me, it helps me to engage in the conversation. You need to, you need to create this kind of um, access to somebody quite quickly in a portrait session because you don't have so much time and, but you but you want to have something something natural something authentic so everybody has to uh, give uh, something uh, away from from itself and, and trust each other and uh, having having the book and these really personal and uh, uh, letters yeah and uh, where as you mentioned before, yeah, these are really show vulnerability as well, yeah, and uh, this kind of almost forces me to engage into the shoot on a on a, on a rather emotional level myself, or uh, having all this this background and um, yeah, so in, in a way, it completely changed my my way or my approach of photography uh, um, with having all this this background uh, information and these letters. Which is actually, um, well, I'm, I'm actually quite moved to be honest. That's why I, I can't actually speak, and I have to hold it together. But um, is it is it is incredible because that's the magic that bringing not only our professional skills but our emotions and our soul to what we actually do. Um, engages further more and expands uh, more than just just going by what we do you know the photography and how it should be done we all know the skills the technical skills yeah. but is that rela relationship is that exactly. synergy I mean, that is yeah, created yeah. that's another thing I, I I want to state here in a way as well yeah I mean to me always like in general a, a portrait uh, always reflects to me like the relationship between the photographer and the sitter yeah and i think the the camera the, the, the photography medium itself just kind of tr shows that quite unfiltered in a way yeah and um so again it's always the question what you can create in terms of connection in this very short period of time you have when you meet somebody you've never met before yeah um, and to, to create something together. Absolutely. And um, Elizabeth, would you like to add something? Because that actually leads um, to 
um, what I had in mind as the next question, um, you know, just just with the, with the presentation of the book, with the book, with the success of the book, especially you know the 2021 Hay Festival, uh, with the 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 honour that we had to have um, Kate Winslet um, engaged in reading um, the, the the letter that I wrote to the homeless woman, and then um, you know everything that the whole synergy, the whole really bringing strength together with all the women and Sebastian now in, in, in a sort of visual way. Um, how do you connect creativity, assignments and accountability in what you do? Um, so we mentioned before uh, that I'm now working on turning the, the book into a theatre play and I would like to, to say that this idea uh, was, was born when I when I saw Kate Winslet reading your letter, Grazia, I mean, she, uh, Kate, did it in such a human, profound and compelling way, giving, giving life to your words, your journey and experience, and, and bringing to us that homeless woman and the relationship that, that was born between you two, uh, that, that magic that connected you and somehow gave to both of you the courage, um, the energy, the, you know, that something that pulled you uh, onwards and, and upwards again. So being at Hay Festival, and actually the book opened and closed last year's Hay Festival, which was an enormous honor, right? Um, and, and, and seeing Kate Winslet and other actresses, Juliette Stevenson, uh, Louise Brealey, um, Susan Packer, I mean, reading the letters, I thought that, okay, there's a power there in the medium and there is power, of course, to theatre. And how are we going to maximise the impacts of our voices and these stories? And so this is when the idea about a theatre play came to mind, because I think, I believe in, in uh, creative activism. I think it's the future. I think we're going to need to reimagine our societies, and that is a necessity, it is an imperative. It's such a messed up world that uh, we will have to, to do that great reset, and it can only be done through creativity and social imagination. And so this is how it all connects, at least, you know, as far as I am concerned and the work that I do um, is, is, is focused on creative activism, vision for the world and reaching out to people. You know, we need to be more tolerant. We need to be more understanding and we need to stop fighting and finding ways to, to, to create, you know, more animosity. There are so many things that unite us and so few things that, that uh, separate us, really. If we focus on those universal values that all of us come under, then this is going to be a better place for all. And we have that responsibility for the future generations. So, so I'm, I'm now dedicating a very good part of my time and energy in projects like the one we are working on with Sebastian with a plan to have it ready by the uh, September 2023 um, and then of course the theatre play and other projects that are in that space of performing arts. 
that is um, that is actually so um, well, most most welcome because um, you know that we share the same vision as I know. culture I know. as mm-hmm. you know it, it, it literally a tool for impact uh, is not only the entertainment is actually thought provoking. Um, aspects that culture and education and culture art can can bring and Sebastian how how do you view this side of photography sorry again how, how do how do you view the side of using photography as a thought-provoking tool as you know a, 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 an impact well it is quite interesting you're asking that I mean it's something I'm I'm almost just uh, trying to find out myself or discovering myself the what what I'm able to do with what I would so far just have seen as a as a skill set as a um, craftsmanship yeah so um, I mean in a way I'm very thankful to Elizabeth that she allows me to to use uh, my photography to as a almost as a voice yeah to to amplify um, uh, ideas yeah I mean obviously so far I mean I, I work rather commercial or editorial yeah so you have it's a complete different reach what you have with doing that so yeah so I'm, I'm yeah I'm discovering myself actually right now so what else might be possible with, with the work I'm doing and obviously you have been quite involved into the um, you know multi- multimedia aspect of the the exhibition I am you are a pebble um, would you like to to explain to us uh, that aspect which the, yeah I mean I quite can, a lot I can try to like yeah. summarize it like which in, in a nutshell mm-hmm. um, so I mean in, in a way I'm, I'm, I'm trying to translate Elizabeth's um, ideas through the language or through my medium of photography. And um, so it all comes down to this um, uh, metaphor with the pebble, yeah? So uh, where Elizabeth, I mean, maybe Elizabeth later can say a bit more about it, yeah? Where, trans- uh, where we see these pebbles as, yeah, as a metaphor for uh, resilience and diversity. And, um, uh, and to me, it's basically, uh, we're, we're having an object and we transform this object into something yeah almost metaphysical into something like an idea like or a, a value and um, this multimedia installation kind of tries to trace this transformation from being an object into something far beyond and um, I'm using photography in the way that I'm using analog photography like like really classic film photography um, to um, show this um, physical aspect of the pebble and so I photograph every woman with with an old uh, film camera holding the pebble and um, then this transformation is translated through um, animating the pebble digitally so uh, it's a process where the pebble itself becomes yeah, becomes this idea, this value. Uh, every woman kind of puts into it, and uh, and it becomes. And through my photography, it becomes an animation which can be shared with others in this multimedia installation. So it basically, is like like an idea which which can be can be shared. Uh, we we have the same thing in 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 the animation basically. So it's basically playing between 
between digital photography and analog photography and kind of translating the idea of having an object on the one hand and transforming that into a value or an idea, if that makes any sense. If not, uh, we obviously have a beautiful website which uh, um, kind of explains the whole concept a bit more in depth uh, from womantotheworld.org. Okay. Can I can I add something here? Absolutely. Because perhaps uh, um, someone might wonder why that title, why I am, you are a pebble. Um, well, again, I mean, it was an idea that arrived, you know, somewhere from the universe. <laughs> uh, as I was walking on a beach and, you know, I could feel under the soles of my feet, you know, the, the pebbles moving. Um, and it was that feeling which is soothing and, and a bit painful at the same time, if, if you know what I mean. And so I stopped and, and I kind of, you know, took a handful of those pebbles in my hand. And as I was looking at them, I could see the different colors and and motifs and and shapes and something clicked perhaps because i have been doing so much close work uh, with with women and i could see the diversity the complexity and at the same time the unique beauty of each woman that i had i had ever met and and there was a metaphor that that was born inside my mind how we're being shaped uh, through adversity and, and challenge and obstacles in a similar way that the air, the sea, the water smooths uh, those, those pebbles. I mean, they're not stones, they are pebbles and they change, the, 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 the shape changes because of that constant eternal movement. And this is when I thought <laughs> there has to be a project, something that will connect that, that uniqueness of the women out there, the change-making women out there, with, with this eternal um, nature of, of these pebbles. And so that's the reason why that project has created this, this parallel or the metaphor between the pebbles and, and uh, women. And uh, it's what um, Sebastian described, that we have taken this animation and the plan is the multimedia project that will be presented uh, in 2023 to actually capture all these different elements and ideas um, in you know one place. <laughs> yeah, linking obviously the past that has shaped us for the good and the bad because we also have to remember that life also gives us uh, beauty in a way, and and also obviously connecting that to the future and talking about the future, the schedule is rather busy. <laughs> so there are lots of upcoming, upcoming events <laughs> and, and linked to these projects. Um, Elizabeth, can you just give us a little, um, well, a little schedule for us to put in our diaries and to keep in mind in relation to the project? Of course. So on the 8th of March, International Women's Day uh, this year, as you mentioned before, Grazia, we're launching the project at the Conduit Club in London and um, uh, the, the exhibition is going to be there for the whole month of March. Then in Athens on the 15th of the month, we are launching it uh, in the St. George Lycabetus Gallery, which is in the center of Athens, and we're displaying uh, 30 portraits, I think, Sebastian. Yes. Um, 
I, I think we should highlight, we must highlight that there are so many different cultures and ages and backgrounds. I mean, we have uh, women from the Emirates, Italy, the UK, um, Lebanon, I mean, just Kuwait, uh, Greece, uh, just name it. And, and the plan is through the, the global character of this project to again uh, boil it down to the things that connect us. And then the next stage uh, is uh, for Sebastian and perhaps myself to travel in different countries where um, the women that are in the book are located. And of course, we're expanding it uh, to include even more women than the 38 ones in the book. So hopefully between 80 and 100 women. It's, it's a big and ambitious plan, <laughs> but we think big. <laughs> and and um, in 2023, uh, we're aiming uh, for New York in September 2023, uh, because this is the month, as you know, Grazia, mm -hmm. that the UN General Assembly convenes and there are a series of events uh, and, and initiatives that are launched to raise awareness around the Sustainable Development Goals. So this is our timeline. Um, we, we, of course, welcome ideas and uh, this project is something that, you know, has its own life. So it will be shaping as, as time passes, like, like us, right? <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. Well, I am I'm so excited about all the forthcoming and um, all the work that really lays ahead of us because it's something that um, is not only done by a group of people, but actually is going to um, expand more and more and hopefully, as you, as, you, as you rightly said right from the beginning, have an impact on many, many, not only women, but I would really thought on men as well, just to bring us together, unifying us together, rather than this idea of, uh, you know, sometimes being seen one different from the other or one against the other. No, 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 no. It is one planet. We are all here together. So let's, let's really try to unify and find a sense of belonging together. I can only thank you so much, both of you, for having been here with me today. And um, well, again, a warm, warm welcome again to the project. Thank you, Grazia, for hosting us and, and thank you for being such a source of inspiration and the projects that you do are projects that, you know, mobilize people. And I guess this is something that we all of us need to be doing more of, mobilizing in good and uh, positive ways. We have a long journey ahead. It's, nothing is getting easier in life but together we can make things happen. Oh, I can just add in here, yeah. Thank you so much for uh, Gigi for giving us yeah, uh, your time on this platform. And yeah, I'm looking forward. I'm quite excited to myself to see where we're heading to here. Thank you ever so much to all of you for listening. Um, I am Grazia Giuliani, a.k.a. Gigi. I'm always the two sides of me, the formal and informal, but that's the beauty of life. And well, to the next episode and uh, um, keep listening and keep being part of what is going to be a social impact for everyone. Thank you ever so much again. <laughs>